0: My Colorado sway, Cause when I'm in it black I don't really, I don't really know just how to act And when I'm in it gold You know I'm acting bad Hollin' to the Buffs with my Colorado Sway. My Colorado
1: swag Welcome into the DNVR Buffs <laughs> podcast presented by the Colorado XOs I'm Henry Chisholm and today we have uh, a couple of things to talk about but I'm not gonna lie, it's gonna be a pretty light day mostly because I slept on my thoughts from that Colorado-USC game last night, and I really felt like we kind of covered it in the post-game show. Like, I'm not waking up this morning with some new idea that I didn't have last night, which is usually what happens, but usually what happens is Colorado doesn't win by 20 points. And when Colorado does win by 20 points, it's pretty straightforward. Dariah Horn played really well. Kinshot wasn't falling necessarily, but he still found ways to contribute and played very well. Um, the big guys, the, the resistance they provided in the paint to the more well-known big guys of USC, that was impressive. And you know, I, it didn't come as a huge surprise to me, but to people who don't follow Colorado basketball, it may have come as a surprise to them. Eli Parquet, he hit a, a couple of big shots like he does and he played lockdown defense like he does. Just another good day of work from Eli Parquet. And, and as you go through all this, again, kind of covered it all yesterday, and I don't have all that much more to add. Um, what I will say is this. Um, I have been thinking a lot about Tristan Da Silva. I, I think, like, you wake up in the morning and you, like, reevaluate. So I wake up and I'm like, okay, it's Friday. That means yesterday was Thursday. Just finished that Buffs game. Boy did Tristan De Silva look like he fit well with Jabari Walker, which is a very important thing. Maybe not right now, but down the road it certainly will be, because I have a feeling that Jabari and Tristan De Silva are going to be playing a lot of basketball together, and for them to look—I don't even know what to call it—because it's not even like they had great chemistry necessarily. It was just that you know. Tristan would fight for some rebounds and he'd get in good position and obviously had good energy and, and he's long enough that he was able to knock a couple balls away and Jabari was there because Jabari was fighting too. And, and more than chemistry, it's just that the two of them both try really, really, really hard and so good things happen and maybe there will be a little bit more chemistry that develops as well. Especially, I mean, the what you could get out of Tristan da Silva having chemistry with somebody is just massive because Tristan is like like you've you've seen the 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 Tristan's highlight reel for this season is going to be very impressive if somebody gets around to making him one um the 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 passes in the post the way he feels where the people around him are moving There is something special there, and I'm not sure what exactly it is, but the passing ability in the post is going to be a plus quality for Tristan Da Silva, and you'd have to think that the catching the ball in the post and finishing ability of Jabari Walker is right up there with just about anybody in the next year or two. So the two of them working together, both can go inside, both can go outside, there's just a lot that can happen. And and I think that we saw maybe our first glimpse of just how many positive things can come when you have those two on the floor together. And again, probably doesn't matter for this season. Maybe Tristan is in the rotation in the tournament. Um I'd say I'd say better than 50/50 that he is in the rotation for the tournament. Um but even if he is, I would say worse than 50/50 that he's playing 10 minutes. And and you're probably looking at that five six seven range, just to get in there, just just to get your feet wet. And obviously, like if if things go well in the game and the buffs are up by a lot, then yeah, the bench guys are going to get plenty of time. Um, but that was really the one thing that I've been thinking about this morning, in regards to that basketball game last night. Other than that, it's basically just been reading up on. What everybody else is saying about Colorado, which is always just such a healthy thing to do, um, and that's the type of stuff we're going to be talking about today. Um, Joe Lunardi updated his bracketology, so we're going to dig into where he has Colorado the rest of the Pac-12 um from there we're going to uh look at all of the other Pac-12 games that are going to be going on tomorrow obviously bus fans are going to be most interested in Colorado hosting UCLA but there's some other good games and might as well run through those because we're all gonna be (laughs) watching them all anyway um before we get into all of that stuff though Uh, I want to say just a couple of quick words about the presenting sponsor of this podcast, the Colorado XOs. So if you haven't heard of the Colorado XOs, um, well, then this is probably your first time listening to this podcast. Uh, The Colorado XOs are a rugby team based right here in Glendale, Colorado. Um, They train at the Rugby Town USA National Training Center. Um, which is at Infinity Park in Glendale. And the idea is to take athletes from other sports, uh, mostly soccer, a lot of football, um, some basketball, um, and then like runners and all sorts of different athletes, and then teach them how to play rugby. With the idea of getting better athletes than typically grow up playing rugby in the United States, and then take these athletes and put them on the U.S. national team, which also trains right here at Infinity Park in Glendale, the Rugby Town USA National Training Center. It's a cool idea, and if it works out, then call or the U.S. will be very good at rugby, which would be really cool. Uh, and Colorado is right now the center of rugby in the United States, um, and that's why we're covering it. So stay tuned to the DMVR Rugby Podcast. It's weekly. Um, make sure you check out the rugby content on the website. Follow DMVR Rugby because there's a lot of fun stuff going on. All right. Um, into some of this basketball stuff, let's just jump straight into this bracket. So Joe Lenardi of ESPN, he puts out the bracketology that through the last, like, two years of covering Colorado, I've felt is probably the best. Um Fewer takes. More just trusting what the numbers say. Um, And that's why we are rolling with his. And let's just start at the top. So Region 1, there is... Actually, let's start at the first four. Because the first four, Colorado State... Not Snate. uh, Sneaks in to a number 12 play-in game. So Colorado State versus Xavier. um, And the winner gets a 12 seed. So that's what you're looking at uh, on the CSU side, in case you're curious. And then... Uh, f- so in Region 1, you have USC as a number 5 seed, and USC, according to Joe Lunardi, would play the winner of Xavier in Colorado State. Um, I think USC probably wins, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Uh, but, you know, we, we've seen the flaws of this USC team before and not knowing a lot about Xavier. You know, my initial thought is just, Do you have the length to match up with USC? And if you're 12 seed, I'm not... The odds are slimmer than if you were a better seed. Uh, Which is why the the number 5 seed, USC, gets to play one of those teams. Um, Let's keep moving. The the Region 4 is listed next. Here you have Oregon as a 9 seed, playing number 8, San Diego State. I like Oregon in that one. It's a tough matchup. I'm not... Saying that it's like going to be an easy or that Oregon will be favored, but I do think that Oregon beats San Diego State. Um, Also in region four, you have the Colorado Buffaloes at number seven, um, playing number 10, North Carolina. And I don't love this. You know, when you look through. This season, there's there's a lot of teams like North Carolina, like Duke, the Blue Bloods, who are maybe sneaking into the back end here. I, I Colorado's better than North Carolina. I think that's been pretty obvious all season. I think there's a case to be made that North Carolina shouldn't even be in the tournament. At the same time, though, you just don't like seeing North Carolina Tar Heels as your opponent in the first round of NCAA tournament. I it's just not comfortable. Um, who else is a ten seed? Louisville's a ten seed. Um wow. Uh, Boise State is a ten seed. Um VCU is a ten seed. I'd probably play rather play any of those teams instead of North Carolina, even though they are probably better basketball teams than North Carolina. Um that's just how I feel about these situations. Um, the winner, though, of that game would play the winner of the 215 game, which would be Alabama at, as the two seed and James Madison as the 15 seed. Um, Alabama's length, the, the three point shooting, um, you don't love that matchup, but again, you're a seven seed playing a two seed, so what are you going to love? Um, overall, though, I think a seven seed for Colorado is acceptable. I think that that you don't feel like gets a disappointment. Um, You don't like playing a two seed in the second round. You'd love to get up to that number six line so that you could play a number three seed. Um, And just for reference, the three seed in this region is uh, Oklahoma. You feel better about that than Alabama. At least I do. Um, So yeah. It would help to win some more games, I guess, is the point. Uh, Moving along. Should have a couple... No, should be one more Pac-12 team, I believe. And... Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe... Did Stanford have a play-in game? Where's UCLA in all this mess? Okay. Found UCLA. Um, They're an 8 seed taking on Louisiana State. A 9 seed. I would take them to win that. Um, And then... Stanford is one of the first four out. Um, Minnesota first out, Stanford second out. Um, Colorado State, by the way, is the last team in. Um, so we'll see how that stuff shakes out. But that is where the Pac-12 stands or in the com- or in the national tournament as of right now, according to Joe Linardi. Uh, we'll stay tuned to that, but I do think that That's a good place for Colorado to be, especially with the upcoming schedule. You know, you have a chance to just go beat UCLA tomorrow, and if you do that, it's going to look really good. And then if you're able to take care of business against Arizona State to end the season, you're going to feel really, really good. Um, And then from there, you know, obviously what happens in the conference tournament matters. You hope that the Buffs go on a run, Um, but... Let's actually talk about that in just a second because there's some odds from our good friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook um, that we'll want to bring up. Um, Speaking of DraftKings Sportsbook, there's an awesome deal. A deal that you guys may have gotten in on last week, but it is still going. And the deal is this. You pick any team in any basketball game this week and just... Say, this team is going to make a three-pointer in this game. That's all you need. One three-pointer, any player. Just pick your team, pick your game, and you'll turn $1 into $100. Uh, It's a great deal. Um, It is only for new customers, but uh, there's plenty of other cool stuff happening at DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, There's, I think right now, today, there's a college basketball parlay boost, so... You uh basically get an additional twenty five percent profit on your college basketball parlay today. Oh no, it's twenty percent, and and you get these fairly often. For example, let's just build a quick one. Uh, we were talking about James Madison, they're minus one twenty seven favorite. Let's just take that money line. Um, from there, is there anything else? Let's just throw Mary Mac in at one minus one forty three. Uh, DU represent the local schools. Minus 134 and then we'll throw uh Drake in. Uh minus 435. That's a pretty safe bet. So normally you get plus fifty-five odds. Ten dollars means that you profit fifty-five dollars. A little bit more actually. But if you throw on the profit boost, you actually get sixty-six dollars. Isn't that nice? Um so many awesome things going on. And again, if you're a new user, make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code DMVR to get your shot to turn $1 into $100 when you bet on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week. That's promo code DMVR for new customers to get a shot at 100-to-1 odds on any basketball team to hit a three-point shot. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. Winnings paid out in four twenty dollars free bets. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Also, one of our old friends is back. Manscaped. Uh, so many cool things going on with Manscaped. Um, of course... What they're known for is being the very best at men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels, and they obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. And we have an exclusive offer just for you guys. Uh, you can get 20% off with free shipping using the code DNVR20 at manscape.com. So many awesome products. Um, I, I I got the perfect package 3.0 kit. Um, there's there's a whole bunch of awesome products. Um the the lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, the uh the crop preserver, the basically ball deodorant. Um, And plenty of other awesome products. If you get that perfect package, you get some underwear, t t-shirt, travel bag, all sorts of stuff. And you can get this discount using the code DNVR20 at manscaped.com. It's it's an awesome deal, and make sure you take advantage of it. Okay. Um, DraftKings pick of the week. That's right now. Uh, We're going to go through these Pac-12 games, but there's actually... An interesting prop here. I don't know. No, I guess it's not prop. It's a future. Sometimes the terminology screws me up a little bit. Um, But that's this. You can actually bet on the winner of the Pac-12 tournament. You couldn't bet on the regular season winner. But here are the odds. The favorite to win the Pac-12 tournament, USC at plus 155. And then there's a tie for second best odds at plus 300, basically saying there's a 25% chance that these two teams win. Um, those two teams are UCLA and Colorado. Uh, so that's what the uh, DraftKings sportsbook odds makers see happening in the Pac-12. Um, basically, uh three to two chance that USC wins. uh one to three chance, or no, three to one chance. There we go. For Colorado, UCLA, then Oregon at plus 410. And then that's where the odds get kind of gross. Stanford at plus 1500. Arizona State at plus 2500. That's what we're looking at. Um, And so for Colorado to be at plus 300, tied for the second best odds... Not a bad place to be, especially knowing that you're 2-0 this season against the one team that has better odds than you. Uh, The game between Colorado and UCLA will probably shift those odds a little bit. You'd expect the winner to get a bit of a bump. Um, Maybe one goes to plus 275, the other one falls to plus 325, for example. Um, So yeah, that's going on. Thought that that was information worth sharing. And now we're going to get into the actual pick of the week where we actually pick these games. So, the entire Pac-12 is going to be in action tomorrow. That's Saturday. Um, And the first game of the day, going to be Washington at Arizona. Uh, That's at 1 o'clock on CBS We don't have lines on these games yet, so we're going to do what we do every week, and basically just... I'm going to throw out my thoughts, which you can use once you see the lines. Um, Arizona's a lot better than Washington. Arizona's also playing at home. This should be a 12, 13-point spread. And to be honest, I'd probably take Arizona, um, even if it is that big. Um, Just because... These teams aren't really in the thick of things in the Pac-12. I do have maybe some hesitations. You know, Arizona, what do you have to play for, for example? Um, Washington, do you want to get a sixth win because you're... You're getting into the territory where things are going to look really bad with this record at the end of the year. Um, It is kind of a messy situation, but I do think Arizona should be able to take care of business and beat them by double digits. Um, Next game, 2 o'clock. Oregon at Cal. That's on FS1. I'm not sure what to do here. Um, I'm actually leaning Cal... Just because I think that there's going to be some good value. You know, Oregon is definitely the better basketball team. Uh, They're coming off a win against Stanford on Thursday. But on Monday, they had the ugly, ugly, ugly loss against USC that kind of turned me off from the Ducks. I think, let's see, it looks like they were down 19-3 to is the worst I could find with my first look. Um... Cal has Matt Bradley and we've seen what he did to Colorado. Uh, They're, they're playing Oregon at home. I, and it kind of depends on what the line is. If they only give him like a two, three point uh, give, give Cal two or three points, then you probably take Oregon. But I do think that as soon as it gets up over 5.67, and I think it's going to be up closer to double digits. Honestly, I like Cal to make this a game. Um so that's the side I'm going to be on. Uh 2:30, you've got Washington State at Arizona State. Um again, this one doesn't really matter for the buffs. I should say that Oregon Cal game, I believe no. So that one couldn't end the season or end the chances of finishing number 1 for Colorado. However, USC and Oh, I guess the Buffs play UCLA. So USC and Colorado are the two games that could officially eliminate Colorado from the Pac-12 title race. Uh, if USC wins, then Colorado wouldn't be able to catch both them and UCLA. Um, and if UCLA wins, well, then Colorado doesn't have a chance. So there you go. Uh, that That's what matters in that race. But getting back to this Washington State-Arizona State game. Um, ugh, It's just brutal. I mean, you, you want to keep putting money on Arizona State because you know that they have the talent. At the same time, though, Washington State, they made some noise. You know, they beat Stanford. They beat Cal. And they just lost by 16 to Arizona. And... Arizona is certainly better than Arizona state. We're going to go with Arizona state. It's a home team in the pac 12. It's hard to feel bad about your bet. Even if you lose, when you take a home team in the pac 12, and that's why we're going to pick that side. I do wonder where this line's going to be set though, because if it's Arizona state by like seven, that's not, that's not going to happen. If it's Arizona state by like four or five, see, that's where I like the sun devils. Um, Odds are I'm probably in real life going to just stay away unless it is Arizona State by six or less, five or less, somewhere right around there. Um, Next up, Oregon State at Stanford. This is the five o'clock game on the Pac-12 network. Um, Stanford at home. Again, it's just so hard to bet against them. Especially, I mean, they hung close with Oregon. They did just lose that at home. They're going to win this game. I'm confident in that. Can they win it by more than a handful? I don't know. Especially going through these Oregon State results. They're coming off a road win against Cal. You feel good about that. Um, before that, they only lost by four to Colorado. Colorado. Before that, they had a 12-point win against Utah, lost by two to Arizona State, lost by nine to Arizona, then lost big to Colorado. You know, you can you can talk yourself, I think, into really either one of these teams if you want to. Um again, maybe one that I wind up staying away from. Although I I if, if Oregon State's getting significant points. I would be really tempted. If Oregon State's getting eight or more points, I'll take Oregon State. If Stanford's getting four or fewer... uh, I mean, not getting, but giving four or fewer, then I'll take Stanford. Yeah, I feel good about that. I feel good about that. Um, USC at Utah. ESPN2 at 6 o'clock. Again, this is a big one for the Buffs. Um... I do think USC wins, um, although Utah is frisky at home, always is. Um, we're going to go USC. The talent wins out. I think USC is probably going to be favored by f- four, five, maybe even less. We're Either way, I think I could go USC. The Trojans, like, sure, Colorado just beat them, but Colorado just played a really great game, and the truth is, like, that is probably the worst matchup for USC in terms of talent and just the build of the team combined. Um, And before that they had a great win over Oregon. I'm going to say USC gets this road win. um, And if it's a three, four points right in there, then I'm, I'm I'm liking the spread either way. I kind of like the money line. Um, And then Final game will be the Colorado Buffaloes hosting UCLA at 8 o'clock on ESPN 2. I kind of like Colorado. I know that it's it's easy to kind of get scared off because of that first game. Um, because Johnny Juzang and who else? Jaime Jaquez. It seems like every single night one of those guys gets really hot for UCLA. And on top of that, they have Tiger Campbell and whoever. And and occasionally they have not been able to get enough guys hot, and that's why the loss of Chris Smith hurts. You know, that's kind of the whole dynamics. You need one of those guys to fill his production every single night. And if you do that, then you're one of the best teams in the Pac-12, maybe the best team in the Pac-12. They just beat Utah by 15. Uh, they beat Arizona State the game before that. They beat Arizona before that. I mean, they haven't won since Washington State beat them two or three weeks ago um, in Washington. So it's going to be a tough game, but I do like, I think Colorado's just playing too good a basketball. They've got things going well at home. Um, I don't know. I'm excited for the game just to watch it as a basketball fan. I know that for sure. And I'll probably take Colorado. Colorado's probably favored by four, five, three, some somewhere right around there. I, I, I'd ride with the buffs. I would ride with the buffs. Um, yeah. We'll get into some tournament predictions, tournament picks later on, probably next week's, I guess, before the pac tournament, that'll be the last pick of the week. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, stay tuned for the post game show after the game tomorrow night. Um, and yeah, I'll see you guys then.
0: They like my Colorado swag Cause when I'm in it black I don't really, I don't really know just how to act And when I'm in it go, You know I'm acting bad Holla get a with my Colorado swag My Colorado swag My Colorado swag I think they like, I think they like my Colorado swag My Colorado swag My Colorado swag man I swear, I think they like my Colorado swag My Colorado swag yeah. It's pushing one. Wat- See you later, baby, baby Colorado Army, yeah. With soldiers like the Navy yeah. And boat where we stationed patiently awaiting Whoa. When I hit the field It's so hard to behave yeah. I'm Colorado swagging at the crowd do the wave Look into my eyes I can tell that you afraid uh-huh. Cause you know we finna hit ya Hit, ya, hit, ya, hit ya. Hey, hey. You on your own now Why you watching the official yeah. You just better hope you make it To the next whistle God. And we playing with you You can I team. think they like my, my Colorado sway. cause when I'm in it play. I don't really, I don't really know just how to act. And when I'm in it go, you know I'm acting bad. Holla, get a thoughts with my Colorado sway. My Colorado sway. my Colorado sway. I think they like, I think they like. My Colorado sway. my Colorado sway. My Colorado sway. Man, not swear, I think they like. My Colorado sway. Like my Colorado Sway, cause when a minute play, I don't really, I don't really know just how to act. And when a minute go, you know I'm acting bad. Holly, get a bus with my Colorado Sway, my Colorado Sway, my Colorado Sway. I think they like, I think they like my Colorado Sway, my Colorado Sway, my Colorado Sway. Mine, I swear, I think they like my Colorado Sway.